WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Nikki. You're so bright and chirpy this morning. Is it that early? Well, maybe it's because this is the third time we're trying to do this. <laughs> yes, it's very early. We have our coffee in hand. We had to have coffee this morning, first thing, because we need to get our eyes open and keep them open. But it's been good. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So who are we having today? We have two amazing Jamaican ladies who live in Canada. Um, both of them very independent, very driven, and um, they're actually friends. Yeah. And that ties in nicely with our Mark series. For sure. And they draw strength um, from each other. Mm-hmm. One of them, total transparency and disclaimer, is my cousin. Named after? Me, of course. Of course. I don't think that's really true, <laughs> but I like to say that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, and what I love about their story, what we love about their story is that in the height of their professional career um, and due to the, uh, the way that the pandemic has allowed people to work from remote remotely, they have decided to maybe reinvest in Jamaica and transition back to Jamaica at least part-time. But it's not just a decision. They're actively putting it in place. And yes. I think that's amazing, you know, because usually you hear of persons doing that in the latter years, you know, they spend time overseas and then they decide, okay, let me go back to Jamaica, mainly because I want some sunshine. But they're doing it when they're still very young and they have young adult children, but they're maintaining their Jamaican culture and they physically want to be here in Jamaica. So I love the story. Um, You know, of course it sweetens the deal because one is your cousin. but it's just a lovely, lovely story that, you know, we thought was great to share and um, how, you know, knowing how friends can support each other in these. That's a, that's a huge decision. Of course. To transition to Jamaica, coming from Canada to Jamaica. That's huge. And you have gone through that, too. So you fully understand what it takes. But they are prepared to do it because of their love for country. Of course. Yeah. So. And the culture. And the culture. Yeah. And sweet Jamaica. Of course. Sweet, sweet Jamaica. So, so let's say a little bit about them. For sure. Mm-hmm. So Nicola Chang, spelt a little differently though, I might add, is a certified human resources and payroll professional. She loves to enhance the development of people, streamline business processes, and can manage any project from soup to nuts. Some of her accolades include Rookie of the Year, Making a Difference, and High-Performing Teams. When she's not training, coaching, or designing a project, she loves to spend time outdoors, hiking, walking, or just enjoying any body of water, preferably a beach in Jamaica. She's devoted to her two young adults, which she loves to laugh and spend time with. And our second guest is Jacqueline Smith, and she's living her passion of helping others attain their education goals. Her career in higher education spans over 16 years of progressive academic operations, holding positions at popular colleges in Toronto. Her commitment to serving community advocacy through executing access to education initiatives for youth and adults 
has been a theme of her success. She thrives on leading learning pathway and corporate professional development programs that help others grow. Outside of the office, she's always up for a good trek in nature, reading and meeting new people to hear new perspectives. She believes in self-development and taking the lead on her own journey of happiness. Wow. They have a lot to offer. For sure. And if this is going to be the brain regain. Yes. Just in time. We need it. Yes, for sure. I love it that um, they want to come back to Jamaica and to give, if not in just by being here, for sure. And you're just two lovely, just two lovely ladies, you know. So let's hear a little bit more about their story. Their story. Yes, let's go. We want to welcome to our podcast, Jackie and Nikki. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. All the way from Canada. Yes. Yes. Where there's flurries and it's cold. But we're sending you some sunshine from over here. Thank you. And we will take it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Jackie, our tan is going to go away if someone doesn't continue to send us some sunshine. Exactly. (laughs) Nice to see you ladies this morning. (laughs) Nice to see you too. Thank you for having us. So as you know, and we told you, we are doing a March series about around International Women's Day and about the community and the strength that women gather from their community of women. So that's why we wanted to have you on, because I recently met up with Jackie and Nikki when they were in Jamaica, Mish, Mm -hmm. and they were telling me about a little bit about their friendship and about the fact that they wanted to reinvest into Jamaica and maybe at least spend in the short term some part of their life in the year in Jamaica. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It is correct. And, uh, you know, coming back to Jamaica just for holidays and we ended up extending our stay and finding out ways that we can work remotely from Jamaica just really opened up our eyes to other opportunities uh, that we can look forward to. Yeah. Is that right, Nick? I 100% agree. Um, Originally, yes, I was supposed to be there for six weeks. And in the fifth week, I was uh, fortunate for WestJet to say, hey, your flight is canceled. And I was like, oh, okay. It's not really a bad thing. I could use that to my advantage and kind of just leave my ticket open and and so be it. So we kind of ran with it. It worked. It was comfortable. Um, And the most part, it was seamless. So we just continued on. Mm -hmm. Nice. So before we get into the whole Jamaica experience, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your friendship. Who wants to start? Jackie? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Well, I can say that um, I'm um, a woman, a a mother. Um, I pride myself in being a career woman and uh, the makings in terms of going to school I'm finding a career in uh, human resources, business, and education, and priding myself in working towards community and opening up opportunities for uh, communities, reducing barriers for people to get access to education. So that's just been a passion of mine. I've been fortunate to work in that uh, sphere. And um, in addition to that, I've had great people along the way uh, come up with me and support me along the way. And uh, Nicola Chang is, is one of them, and uh, we've been close through the years, 
um, in terms of friendships, social things, business things, school things, and just being driven. And I think that's part of uh, one of our common our common characteristics. We're both very well driven and uh, support each other in terms of just different decisions, thought processes, um, low times, high times, and just making sure we have fun along the way and being true to ourselves. That's really been a common characteristic. So that's part of it. Uh, Nicola might want to add to that. That's that's a basic start. But you, you took my summary. What am I supposed to add to that? <laughs> but no, to, to, to echo what Jackie said, um, super independent, both internally driven vision. Uh, I think we liaison against each other or sorry, with each other because our perspectives are different. We can look at the same situation with two different sets of eyes. Um, Jackie is more, uh, I'm going to say methodical. And she'll think things through. And I will sometimes uh, shoot first and aim after. Oh, mm. oh okay. you know, I am the shoot first. Methodical. Oh, are you? No, she's the methodical. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 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 And, and over the years, um, we've shared a common interest, um, being young women who had children early, being predominantly single, independent, uh, just basically had to learn to continue to keep going, keep dreaming, keep making things realities and, and move forward. And she's really a confidant when I'm like, is there something wrong? Can you look at this? Or can you give me your perspective? Because I don't see when when you're in a situation, you probably both know you can't see the full situation if you're in the minutia. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think Jackie compliments me in that sense as well. So, and we've been friends, is it 30 plus? Yes. Becky, yes. I, yes. So I think, let me ask you, let me ask you, did you meet in high school? Yes. High school or before? I think it was maybe a couple years eight. back. Yes. I would say grade eight. Yes. Okay. Just before high school. But so I did you go to the before. same high school? Yes. For a few years, yes. Remind yes. me, Nick, did you go to um, Loyola or Mount Carmel? No, I went to Mount, Cor- uh, Mount Carmel. And okay. You and Sean, when Loyola was kind of tapering off, Mount Carmel was being built. It was like the new and the best school, and it was being all hyped, and it was triple the size of Loyola, and it was all, you know, whatever. So for the school. listeners that may not know why this person has the same name as me, is that <laughs> we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell people she was named after me. Although, of course, of course. <laughs> you can take the credit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So let's, let's hear a little bit about your children. Because I know that for uh, Nikki, that's a big drive. Like she really, really wants the best for her children. And a lot of what she does, from what I can see, she does because she wants them to be bigger and better than her as we all do of course as moms, as we you know? do. yeah a hundred percent I think my internal drive and strength comes from them um ideally this it wasn't planned it's not a secret and it was one of those things where you you sink or you swim you kind of have to figure it out and move forward and I, I I look at them and I'm like I wasn't given certain opportunities and I would love to be able to set a foundation and an opportunity for you, uh, for both of them. So I I think each time I think about the path 
or the decisions I make, they are always at top of mind, back of head. Um, they're always somewhere involved in what I'm going to do. How does it affect them? How, the legacy I'm leaving them. Um, what can I build for them and, and give them a start? Because I think sometimes not everyone is given a wonderful start. Everyone is given a start, but some some more than others. So they're, they're really my, my, my drivers um, as well as my internal. So tell us about them. Sure. Uh, I'll start with the youngest one, uh, Kyra Nicole. She is just turned 22. She's in her fourth year at university. She's decided to take health sciences, majoring in kinesiology. Um, her personality is calm, helpful, over analytical. Uh, when she tells me a story, she's got to tell me everything from A to Z. And I'm a give me the meat and potatoes person. So I just want her to get to the punchline. And I, I love her. Brilliant and beautiful. <laughs> she's beautiful. Yes. Um, she has her own intrinsic drive. Um, I always say trifecta, athlete, academic, and social. Um, she, she's just all around. Well. He has it all. He has it all. Um, Nathaniel, uh, Nathaniel is like an unpolished gem. Um, he is, he is not really into the fluff, but he has a natural charisma, a natural charisma, um, very friendly people person, but not interested in the academic route. He's more a trade entrepreneur. He wants something for himself and he wants to build it and he wants to have a say in it. So very outspoken, very grounded though. Um, and also very a joy to have, um, handsome, um, yeah, they're, they're, two different. they're just two different individuals and I, I relate and manage them differently. Mm -hmm. And how old is Nate now? Nate just turned 24, two days ago. Wow. So, so I have young adults. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I was about to say, like a young adult yourself. Tell us about your children. Sure. Um, my children, Haley is uh, 21 and Jada is 20. And um, similar to what uh, Nicola says, and just with other people, you know, your children kind of serve as that driving force. And you're thinking about how can I use today to make it best for them tomorrow mm -hmm. and, and make it even easier for them to be at their best to show and apply their best strengths and, and not to worry about barriers and just think about how sky's the limit uh, mm -hmm. for just expressing themselves and being at their best in terms of their career and even uh, personally. Mm -hmm. uh, so Haley is going to school in a business program and Jada is going to school in a child youth care worker program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're both very different personalities, but, you know, you nurture them differently, but they're very strong, both in the very, very strong minded. And I think amongst our social circle, we do our best to make sure that their strengths come out and they don't need to shrink in any room they step in. They can always be themselves and just enjoy. But really, we're really, um, or I like to make sure that they're applying themselves at their best and giving them that <laughs> guidance <laughs> along the way. Because they're young adults, right? Come yeah. out of team. Years, we so. know we we have a couple of those ourselves so we yeah. understand now one of the things that you had spoken to when you were here Jackie and Nick were that um you wanted to reestablish yourself in Jamaica and reinvest in Jamaica because you wanted to um have 
your children be part of the Jamaican culture uh, and really get to know the Jamaican culture. So can you talk a little bit about that and, you know, why you, you know, thought about coming back to Jamaica? Sure. sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab at this one, Jay. Um, I think the, the observation or the bias, the human bias is when people leave Jamaica, they lose their culture. And we live in Canada and it is so apparent that when we're in Jamaica, we are obviously tourists because we look different and we dress different and we, we don't have the accent. So we're treated different. And for someone who was born there, I was like, I, I just moved away. I didn't lose the natural heritage that's inside of me. And I was just, I kept saying, just, just because I don't talk like you doesn't mean I don't know what ackee and sawfish is. Just because I live in Canada, it doesn't mean I don't cook a good soup on a Saturday. Mm. And it was those, it was some of those things that I was just like, I, I really got to re-educate the, the thinking and the mindset. Right? Um, but besides the, thinking, her, Nick, the Nick, the thinking, the mindset of the Jamaicans or who are you? I'm going to say a little bit of both because there's mindset of the Jamaicans and then there's fellow Jamaicans up here that have no affiliation with mm. Jamaican food and culture. Right. So it can go both ways. Okay. And, and even besides that, Jamaica is beautiful. It is laid back. Um, it's on Forbes's list for the number one Caribbean country to invest in and do business. Right. But my, my natural desire um, it's my heritage. I love water. It's laid back. I don't, when this work is all said and done, these 12 hour days and all the things we're striving to achieve, I want to enjoy and just look back where I'm most comfortable. Perfect. But how do you maintain the Jamaican culture with your children? Because they were, they were born in Canada. Right. They were born in Canada, but my family still has strong roots in Jamaica. And mm -hmm. I, I think they've been to Jamaica at least, I don't know, I want to say six, seven times, um, predominantly in their older, older adult life earlier, prior to 13, maybe twice. Mm -hmm. So the last couple trips have been when they're a little older where they can appreciate. And they, they love Jamaica. Um, we cook Jamaican and Asian, but we, we cook Jamaican predominantly. Um, they have biracial friends, they have Jamaican friends. So I think, and we naturally educate them. You know, when we go to Jamaica, we, we show them historical landmarks and we do the tourist things, and, but we also do the cultural things and they'll go out mm -hmm. with their family that are down there. So I think we ingrain, even though you are not there, this is your culture, this is your heritage, you're, you're expected to also inhale this and then reproduce this. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I would add to that to say it's very intentional in terms yes. of making sure that culture, Jamaican culture is preserved. It's embedded in our, in the actual home, food we eat, conversations we have, some of the social issues, as well as opportunities when we're in Jamaica, presenting those and just being really affectionate to the culture and just finding ways to keep that connection going. Very much intentional with pride and with love. Um, so. And why not? Exactly. Of course, why not? I was just, exactly. had this, I just had this conversation um, with, um, with my brother actually. 
And a friend of mine and I were talking about the fact that when we were raised in Jamaica and even, oh, you know, I went to Canada when I was eight. So, but it was always with the intention that we are going, the kids are going to go away and they're going to establish themselves in North America. And my friend and I were saying that, you know, now um, I'm saying to my kids, listen, you don't have to go away. Mm -hmm. Like that's not my goal for you is to go away. Mm -hmm. My goal is for you to find something that is lucrative and that you can survive in Jamaica and that you can be happy. So, you know, I don't know how it was for you, Mish. Because you never left. And you no, I, I didn't. I stayed here. Um, I went to university here. But I think it's just a mindset that, mm-hmm. you know, you go to high school mm-hmm. and the aim is to go overseas to study. Unfortunately, some just don't come back. Um, but there are quite a few Jamaicans, though, and we have found this out particularly through the, the pandemic. There are a lot of Jamaicans overseas who really hold on to the Jamaican culture because it's a really strong brand. But apart from that, we have seen, we have, we have had many conversations about this. There are many um, Jamaicans that just want some little thing to connect to Jamaica. And, um, and that has really blown up in the last two years. But I think it's a good thing. I think that we need to remember where we're coming from and to hold on to our culture because so many other persons are trying to do it. There are many movies, many songs, and you hear there's mention of Jamaica in it. Um, jerk seasonings and all of a sudden Jamaica is attached to it and uh, it makes us wonder or do we really appreciate our culture so it's, so it's music to my ears to, to, to hear two young Jamaican ladies who want to come back to Jamaica who want to contribute because usually persons come back to Jamaica when they're retiring yes exactly. when they're when they're you know they're going to build a house in the country yeah. and live in the country I mean you ladies want to do it now and I absolutely love that and admire that strength because that takes a lot of courage. Because, our, I mean, as much as we love our Jamaican culture, it's very, very different. Living in Canada yes. and living in Jamaica is yes. very, very different. So how do you think you're going to, um, to, to adjust living in Canada and being in Jamaica? Because you want to be here for extended times, right? Correct. And that will take some sort of adjusting. How do you think you're going to do that? Jackie? I would say that, um, again, it's starting with the mindset and just, you know, preparing yourself or preparing my mindset to say, okay, there will be differences um, in terms of services, expectations with how things get done. They don't get done. (laughs) Just managing that. That's just the number one thing that stands out for me. Um, I mean, a lot. And then other than that, there's just a lot of other material things. And then just being maybe more aware of some of the social issues mm-hmm. that impact people on a yes. day-to-day life, that might be a big difference from what I'm used to up here. But I mean, when you're affectionate and driven to accomplish a goal, like you'll just prepare yourself to, for that transition and then mm-hmm. it will happen. Things will typically fall into place. Absolutely. It does start with the mind and yes. you want it. So you make it work. And I can just add to expectations. I think I heard uh, Jackie say expectations. I I, I would have to a hundred percent readjust. Uh, we move fast. Um, we are A to B in 30 seconds. I expect 
A to B in 30 seconds because I've been conditioned that way for the last how long. And I also work in Canada where everyone else expects things A to B in 30 seconds, sorry, A to Z in 30 seconds. So I think in Jamaica, that was a challenge for me and it's not new news. Um, I just hope each time it continues to evolve and, and, and get better, but I would definitely have to adjust in terms of timing. Mm-hmm. And I think with our services, we, we have been doing better. That has been a big um, issue. You know, that's one of the main things that persons find very difficult when adjusting. But I think we're doing a lot better. We've come a long way where For that's sure. concerned. Yeah. So, but we have a ways to go. And I think I can add value. I would love to add value to the service industry because there's things that I see and I'm like, it doesn't have to be that hard. And that's a good point because um, we need that help. We need that help here. We need some, we need persons that will come back and want to add value and actually do put things in place to help us move along a little faster. So we're looking forward to having you here. We definitely want your (laughs) brains for sure. (laughs) That's a huge contribution, a huge contribution, Nikki. For sure. Yeah. So how, just to close off then, how do you guys think that, what is your long-term vision and plan? Like when you think about coming back to Jamaica, I know that the last time we had the conversation, you were thinking about reinvesting and buying um, some places down here. What's your thought of how you're going to move that forward? I can start off a little bit to say that, you know, since we've had that experience of being able to work remotely, um, that really just kick-started like, to say, you know what, we can make this happen a lot sooner. We don't have to move along with that past um, way of doing things of waiting till when you retire. Um, yes. We can make things happen now. And that's one of the bonuses of, you know what, we're professionals, we're career women. So we can find or create opportunities that would serve our needs and wants now. So sometimes maybe giving thought in terms of a timeline, things could happen maybe in the next two years, you know, securing or investing in properties. Um, that could be a really start for me. That's what I think about. Yeah. That's a starting point. And, I love and that. Just creating opportunities. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just to tag on to that, uh, my vision is probably two to four years and spending the extended time in Jamaica showed us that this isn't, you don't have to dream at 55. You can actually start putting the stepping stones in place and, and, and move forward. That's right. So I would like to incorporate at least two months a year in Jamaica And in those two months, I'm just not there working. I'm also continuing to build and put things into place and move things forward. As long as I'm able and comfortable and my career allows me to do that, that is something that I should return to by the end of this year as well. Okay, perfect. Now, one last question. I know I said that that was the last question, but um, would you ladies... Do you think that if it weren't for each other, that you would have made this decision independently? Or do you think because you have each other, it was easier to make the decision? Is that a leading question? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit leading, but um, I don't know, Jackie, if you want to take a stab first or go ahead. Yeah. Um, 
I think we made the decision independently, but it was definitely easier when we found out we were aligned. Okay, that's amazing. I agree. I agree. I think birds of a feather do flock together, popular <laughs> saying. Um, and, you know, it was an interest. Um, Jackie, did you share that you were only supposed to be there for two weeks? No, I didn't. I was only <laughs> booked for a trip for two weeks. And then um, two week mark, I'm like, no, I, I'm going to cancel this. I, yeah. I can stay a little bit longer. And two months later. <laughs> yeah. So was. she came, she, she just mentioned, I don't think I'm going home next week. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I get company? Because I had planned to be there all by myself um, at our girlfriend's place. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? You are? Okay, yay. I was super excited. And that's when the conversation started. And she, you know, she had brought this to me before in a conversation. I think we need to, I think I need to start looking at Jamaica too. So we were kind of aligned prior, but I think it solidified when she said she wasn't going home. And she also started to, what about this? What about that? Where do we go from here? Who's our contacts? What do we need to put into place? Exactly. So, Perfect. That was awesome. When when those stars are aligned, amazing things happen, right? The synchronicities in life. (laughs) Correct. And you know what? Time on island goes by fast, right? Yes. Yes. It It sure does. I was just like, nine weeks? Where did we go? (laughs) But it's just your day-to-day life. Honestly, I I can't say. um, Life in Jamaica is pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. It is. uh, No, we have our problems, but um, it's a good life. And Nick, I've heard you say that so many times. Sweet Jamaica. Life in Jamaica is sweet. And it's it's simplistic, but honorable. Of course. So, yes, sweet Jamaica. For sure. When you come back, you won't be worried so much about um, designer clothing. Well, some people do, but, um, you know, like just it's it's a it's a different different perspectives for sure. The priorities shift a little. A hundred percent. I've never worn so much shorts and T-shirt in a T-shirts in a long time. We're always dressed up in a dress or a skirt, or I have never been just so comfortable in a shorts and a t-shirt. See, it's all about the say, of life, right? Yeah, I was yes. going to say, like, the value yeah. of things change. Like, yeah, I really yes, value waking up. The sunshine was there. We can go out and exercise first thing in the morning. And like, Oh, I love that part. Yeah, yes. it was just... It was better than having to say, oh, I got, you know, this name brand purse and all this stuff. It's like, no, I'll leave that in a heartbeat just to take in some of these natural beauties, just to be around it and in it. It was so therapeutic, that 12 minute walk to Harmony Beach every morning before we yes. start work. Up yes. here, it's totally different. We warm up our car and we drive to a gym. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just, there's no comparison. And or why wait until you're 55 to do that? Pardon me? Why wait until 55 to do that? <laughs> right, when we did it at 44, we don't have to. Exactly, yeah. I remember when I lived in Canada, I was always looking through the travel section. <sighs> Where can I go? What can I do? Where can I go? For two weeks. It's like, and I was like, you know, that's not, to me, it's like, no, I just want to have that life every day type of thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and Nikki, no, thank I, you for role modeling that, like, you know, showing us it can be done. Yeah. You know, raising a family, picking up, leaving here and raising a family there and just enjoying life and just accomplishing professional business goals too. So that's inspiring as well. Yes. 
And you know, my husband's Canadian, so it's, <laughs> and he's the first one that wants to be here for sure. At first, I can tell you it was a little hard for me because I didn't have any friends or here. So it was difficult. And it was easier for him, but um, hmm. we've uh, both grown into it now. And let's see what happens to our kids. I, but you, you had a vision and you weren't going to let go of that. You made the decision and you committed. So yes. there was nowhere else to go but up, right? For sure. Exactly. So yeah. I often mm-hmm. uh, kind of poke Nikki's page and see where she's going next and, what she's <laughs> doing and, and kind of put it on my bucket list, especially if it's in Jamaica. Oh, I've never done that. Okay. So then I write it down or I'll, I'll um, text her and say, hey, what about this? Did you guys do this? Or can you recommend this? So um, I love that outlet of information that I can just reach out and just say, hey, is this, is this good? Is this reputable? Actually, check out, we had a guest on, um, her page is Where Next Heidi, and she's been doing a lot of Jamaica. She has a lot of great stuff. Okay. Where Next Heidi. But I want to thank you guys. It's early in the morning because this is before they go to work. That's right. um, (laughs) Have a good work day. And thanks for giving us your time. Yes. Thanks for being here with us. And don't forget, we're sending you some sunshine this morning. Thank you. Thank you. And we look forward to having you guys back. Yes, with an update. Yes, Yes. for sure. All right. right. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the 50. Please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50.